Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. We're starting chapter 15 of the book of Acts. If you're where you can, let me invite you to open your Bible. If you're where you can't, then just uh, just listen and enjoy. Uh, I am enjoying this as much as anything I'm currently doing in ministry. I'm enjoying this podcast. I'm having an opportunity to go a little deeper with God over some things as a result of it and hopefully able to take you along on some of those journeys in some cases. So at any rate, uh, hopefully and prayerfully, uh, you are able to join with us on our weekend celebrations or our midweek gathering. Uh, We have a Saturday night service that we started last week and four Sunday mornings, all the same, and then also Wednesday night that uh, has just been a grand time for us to gather together to encourage one another, to worship corporately, and to go just a little deeper in the Word than we have time on Sunday morning. Uh, And it is always fantastic. So if you're able to join with us, remember the the substance of our church, of any church, is not the Sunday or the Wednesday celebrations, the services that we call them, but it's a time to celebrate what God is doing. But the substance of our church is when we are uh, connecting personally in various places, whether it's the Connection Home Group Ministry or other uh, ministries within the church, the, the worship team or the children's ministry, youth, ushers, greeters, and so forth. These ministries gather together regularly and work together closely. And, uh, and the Bible says, know those that labor among you. So if you'd like to get involved in a little deeper perhaps than you are right now, then we'd certainly invite that and tell you that there's a place at this table for you. So thank you for tuning in today. Well, let's begin here in chapter 15, verse number 1. It says, And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. You know, I was talking with a friend of mine recently who had come out of a church that had been somewhat legalistic over some things. And, you know, and I think in his own thinking, he admitted that he had been legalistic in many ways, and most of us have been in the past. Um, But he said once he'd been set free and liberated from that mindset that he would never, ever go back to it again. And I think this is what you see here. Now, Paul, I'm not sure of Barnabas' background necessarily, but Paul, for sure, we know his. He was a Pharisee, a Pharisee among Pharisees. He was a leader in the uh, synagogue and somebody that was uh, highly educated and deeply committed. And so he hears this message coming from these um, no-named believers. They are Jews who got saved but now are intermingling grace and law. And when Paul and Barnabas hear it, boy, they go high and to the right, as we might say in the, in the Marine Corps, and they don't like it. They dig in. They, they begin to have no small dissension. And I tell you what, once you've seen people delivered or yourself has been delivered from a legalistic mindset 
and you see the benefit and the blessing that is to other people, then you cannot stand idly by and watch somebody try to ensnare them again with a yoke of bondage. And so Paul here is very emphatic that he does not want to see people go back underneath the law uh, from which we have been delivered through Jesus Christ. And so they, uh, obviously these people that are preaching this heresy are uh, uh, Jews and, and believers in Christ because they then decide to take this to the Supreme Court of Churches, you might say. They're going back to the church at Jerusalem and let the elders and the apostles deal with it. So verse number three, So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, describing the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy to all the brethren. Friend, it is exciting when you hear of multitudes of people coming to Christ. And so Paul and Barnabas are sharing their ministry to the Gentiles with the people of these regions as they pass through, Phoenicia and Samaria in particularly. And people are very, very energized. Listen, Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. And, and he promised to go with us. And when we engage him in the great commission, you know, he loves you whether you never, never leave, lead anybody to the Lord or not. But when you mature into that place, and if you have, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But we can get to a place where our life is just so um, energized and empowered and passionate for the things of God. And you see that literally ignite those people that you share that with. Um, and that's what we're seeing here through their ministry and through their, through their testimony. In verse number 4, it says, When they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all things that God had done with them. Again, we saw this kind of phraseology at the end of chapter number 14. Again, their focus is glorifying God. What, what he's done with them, how he's moved through them. They didn't spend much time, at least it doesn't appear so, talking about getting stoned, getting run out of every town they've come to, the Jews coming against them in such a passionate and impassioned way. They're just talking about Jesus and what God had done with the testimony of Christ through them. And verse 5 says, But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, now, these are Pharisees who have received Christ as Savior, but how many of you know sometimes it's hard to let go of your legalistic past? And they rose up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Now, I want to read that again. Now, you just think about what is being said because this, this draws out and depicts uh, a great... Um, contradiction, a great hypocrisy, and something that so many Christians live in every single day. Let me read it again, verse 5. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up saying, it is necessary to circumcise them and to command them, listen to the wording, command them to keep the law of Moses. Whew, wow. You know, if you're like me, and a lot of you are, we all came from this kind of thinking. Well, you get saved. Jesus paid for all your sin up until today. But now, man, you just got to do the best you can. And you got to do all you can to, to, to stay right and, and, and you know, uh, stay on the path and do all you can do to, to be committed and be faithful. And, and, you know, and then somewhere in there, God will be pleased. Maybe. 
Well, that's not it at all, is it? It's not it, not in the least. I want to remind you of what John chapter 1, verse 17 says. The Bible says, in part, that verse says, The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So the law was given, but grace came. Grace and truth came. And so understand this, that, that when the law was given, it demanded righteousness because the law is perfect. And so the law demanded perfection. But then grace came through Jesus. And grace didn't demand perfection. Grace imparted perfection. Grace didn't demand righteousness like the law did. See, the law demanded that we be righteous or we would be judged. Grace came not to demand that we are righteous, but to make us righteous. In other words, faith, faith or I'm sorry, grace gives where the law demands. So the law demands perfection and, and righteousness and right standing, and grace imparts those things. See, it's the completed work of Jesus that matters so much. In fact, it matters, and it's the only thing that does. Um, and so we see people like these Pharisees. We see them in churches today. We see them in pulpits today. I hear them preach uh, sometimes. I try not to, but, but sometimes you do. Friend, listen to me. Some people, these people, these people right here in this verse, and some people that you might listen to, either on the radio or on TV, they have more faith in Moses than they do in Jesus. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth, but grace, not and grace and truth, not and, but but, not both, but one. It's not law anymore, it's grace and truth through the person of Jesus Christ. I'm gonna read one verse to you and then we're gonna be done for today because we'll pick back up here tomorrow. How many of you know we get to take our time and that's the beautiful thing of this all. But in chapter five of Romans verse one, therefore having been justified by faith, past tense, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, I don't know how to say it better than that. If you've got Jesus, then you've been made righteous. You're in right standing, and you don't need to be circumcised if you don't want to be. And certainly, even if you are, you're not any more important to God than somebody who's not. It's not in our works. It's in the completed work of Jesus. Amen? So listen, that's all of our time today. Thank you for being with me. Go and enjoy your salvation today. Tell somebody about the good news of Jesus. The gospel is good news, and that good news is that he died on an old rugged cross for us. And now you and I are justified by faith, just like Abraham. Well, God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning right here on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.